Welcome back to the Saturday Stoke. Think of it like a shot of espresso for your soul. In 1994, architect and critic Jonathan Hale wrote a brilliant little book called The Old Way of Seeing. In it, he laments the loss of life and play in modern American architecture. Hale points to the 1830s as the turning point. Hale says prior to the 1830s, architecture was altogether focused on something different. There was a kind of magic to it, he says, and intuitive beauty that made a person feel at home in their own town. Architecture, says Hale, is the play of patterns derived from nature and ourselves. He says that design is play, and the disharmony that we see around us is the exception, not the rule. Architects now build lifeless structures, he says, that lack an identity and convey a kind of chaos rather than harmony. We feel this disharmony, he says, intrinsically. And though we may not be able to understand it fully, we do sense it when we walk around our neighborhoods. The neighborhoods that tend to look all the same, monolithic. They struggle under the burden of sameness, laden with symbols of times past, symbols that attempt to convey something, although we don't know what that something is. He attributes this loss of play in life in architecture to a lack of sight. A loss of the old way of seeing, he puts it. And Hale tracks this loss of sight to the 1820s, a decade before, when architecture lost its charm and delight. Buildings, says Hale, began to strike poses using symbols, like pillars, to communicate a kind of code like heroic democracy or a greatness of vision. Architecture turned from expressions of the human spirit to structures laden with symbols, a loss of magic and life. Pattern ruled architecture before the 1820s. Patterns are ends in themselves, and they communicate directly to the viewer. After the 1830s, everyday architecture attempted to either communicate through symbols instead of patterns or not to communicate anything at all. The pressure for the modern designer of the 19th century, and even the artist of that time, was to be always new. And by new, Hale means strangeness. Not only is this a burden for the designer, but it also moves beauty further out of reach of the everyday person. Beauty now becomes the province of specialists. Eh, but, Tim, you'll say, I am no architect. The only thing I design is avocado toast or perhaps my evening salad. What do Hale's observations of modern architecture have to do with me anyway? Ah, yes, I reply. Yes, architecture does sound like a distant discipline. But I had to remind myself that the buildings that surround us contribute to our immediate environment. Yes, and consciously or not, the vision of the Waxhall Main Street that's down the road from me affects my mood. 
my visual delight or visual disgust, and that which comes into my optics does indeed affect me on a much deeper level. There is a sacredness to the places that we build. You and I were created to create. We are by design builders and makers, and even if that is not our profession, we are wired to interpret the places that we inhabit. A place of chaos breeds tension. A place of pattern and play breeds, well, magic. Whether it is a flower bed design, a perfectly patterned deck. Or a playful chapel inviting us to worship, the places we inhabit connect us to something beyond the brick and mortar. Their pattern and play give us the joy of something familiar, the delight of home, and remind us that flourishing, that life itself, can and should be found in the places we gather. Stay stoked, my friends. 